I feel like they really miss an opportunity to make that scene better, but I, I could just Ooh. be a, a snob because mm, yeah. talking smack about the about the metal scene that every, it's everybody's favorite. Because I mean that's the thing; it had the ingre- every ingredient to be something super dope. <laughs> Hello again and welcome back to the Hope You Hated podcast. I am Jack. And I'm Josh. And we are back again with another episode. This week we have a long anticipated, about a month and a half we've been waiting to do this episode because Stranger Things finished. Season four finished and put out its finale. Mm -hmm. And we're excited to talk about Stranger Things and all things that is involved there. Uh, Before we get started into that, we need to mention our sponsor. We are once again sponsored by Jerry of Wolves. I'm wearing the hat, the shirt, and uh, you can find awesome merch and cool stuff with cool designs at jerryofwolves.com. I'm wearing that the is... tank right now. I just showed everybody. So Boom. So, <laughs> exactly. And the shorts, uh, well, but you're just going to take my word for it again. You're, you're not going to show off the shorts? I'll do it in one of these things. Okay. 10 likes and I'll do a, a shorts reveal. There you go. The shorts <laughs> reveal at 10 likes, at 10 monthly listeners yeah um that's a shameless plug of course Mm -hmm. i do have a stake in the company i feel like i should say that we all Uh, (laughs) that's right we all do um but before we get into stranger things uh Mm -hmm. i feel like it would be a miss for our movies and tv podcasts to uh not talk about the things that have come out or the things that are coming out Mm -hmm. so as everybody knows this week the new thor yes and that's very exciting do you have any uh any aspirations for that movie what what are you what are your thoughts thoughts hopes what i i i'm very excited for it um the the thor franchise when all the marvel stuff started Mm -hmm. was probably one that i did not care as much like i i cared a lot more for Iron Man and Captain America and stuff like that. Then when I saw Thor, I started getting really into it. And then when Guardians of the Galaxy came around, I really got into that stuff. And Mm -hmm. so now that we kind of have those worlds colliding, like Thor Ragnarok was probably one of my favorite things Marvel's ever done. That was so, so fun. But then Guardians of the Galaxy, it's it's right there with it. I don't know if I can say which of those that I like better. They're both incredible. So if this has kind of that same feel, which I believe it will, then I think everybody's in for a fun time. Yeah. I mean, I think it has a lot to do with Psycho Watiti taking over for for oh, yeah. Ragnarok and then returning in Love and Thunder. Um, obviously, it's a genius. Mm. Everything he does seems to be very, very awesome. But yeah, yeah. the Thor like, series as a franchise didn't really like take root really until uh, Ragnarok kind of, yeah. you know, cemented it in um but besides that just past weekend uh the black phone came out mm-hmm. which i was telling you about with ethan hawk also umbrella academy which yes. i know you're very much into freaking love it yeah That's and so then good. also in a couple weeks we have uh the new resident evil netflix show coming out which i'm excited for yes. and then also uh the ryan gosling movie the gray man the gray man yeah, yeah, I'm pumped for that one. Too. Uh, that also has Chris Evans and Anna de Armas. Yep. Yes. 
So very cool for that. Uh, so that's what's out and what's coming out. Also, Minions Rise of Gru, if you're a Minions fan. So, I mean, if you need a family movie to go yes. see, that came out this past weekend. And and the memes have shot it to the top. It's oh, made yeah. a ton of money and everybody's talking about it. So, yeah, that's definitely up there as well. That's why. Um, uh, don't okay. forget the Terminal so, List. Oh, yes, the Terminal List. I, thank you, because I watched that in its entirety. And I feel like that deserves a separate discussion. Yeah. Because there's a lot of movies and shows like The Terminalist. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, I won't say that it was the best show that I've ever watched. But it was definitely worth a watch. And it is something to definitely talk about. And you haven't seen it yet, right? I have not. I'm still okay. working on finishing Umbrella Academy. But it will be one I will be on soon, for sure. Boom. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, so thanks for reminding me of that. So... Without further ado, we're going to jump into Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but I feel like we need to tell them that this is going to be very spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen any of Stranger Things or you haven't seen especially season four, which came out in two parts, which was a weird, by the way, very weird. Yeah. Two parts, like seven episodes and then two in the second part just to be the finale. And then Kinda the weird. very last one being two and a half hours long. Yeah, that's that was just a very weird like overall like way to set it up. I yeah. read something recently though that originally the whole thing was supposed to be this like eight and a half hour movie, <laughs> like epic movie. But yeah. I feel like we're already past we're well past eight hours in these four seasons, right? So yeah. I don't know. They just keep writing. They also even before we get into what's going on in season four and what what has happened and our thoughts on the show as a as a whole up to this point. Uh, they already announced season five and will be the mm-hmm. final season. It is the finale. It doesn't come out until 2024, though. Ooh. Ooh. So that's that's My a year My parents are going to be upset when I tell them Not this. Maybe even more than a year and a half, <laughs> right? Like, we're, we're talking about 2024, probably not the summer of 2024. I mean, hopefully. So, this one came out, you know, around this in the summer, so. Well, that's two years. Yeah. <laughs> If it's the summer of 24. So yeah. uh, cool that they already announced it. They've already got some promo stuff going on. Um, we'll talk a little bit about their rumors of of season five and the finale mm-hmm. that they've kind of talked about so far a little bit later. But again, very heavy spoilers. If you haven't seen season four, if you haven't seen Stranger Things at all, this may not be the episode for you. This is going to be more for the people that have finished it and want to hear some thoughts about it yeah okay um i i before i get your like initial take i want to get like a quick snippet of how you felt about season four as a whole Mm -hmm. i i do think that for anybody that is continuing to listen that hasn't seen stranger things which may not be very many people but if you haven't a quick synopsis would be good right Mm -hmm. what is stranger things what you know that why is there such a such a hype around it why did it become a, a cult you yeah. know, phenomenon kind of thing like very very uh, popular and just immediately shot to the top of social media and you know obviously podcasts and reviews and blogs and all this kind of stuff right so it's very it has a, a very cult fandom at this point yeah um so the official synopsis uh from the stranger things wiki okay okay says hit me with it when a young when a young boy vanishes, a small town uncovers a mystery involving secret experiments, terrifying supernatural forces, and one strange little girl. Okay. 
So what more do you need to know? What more do you need to know? Um, really, I think that one of the most important things is that it Stranger Things deals heavily with your 1980s nostalgia. Yes. Right. So you and I born in the 80s. I remember very vividly a lot of the things that were just before my time, but like I experienced growing up, mm-hmm. um, obviously very, very heavy with, you know, your um, retro, everything, retro decorations, retro costumes, retro music, right? Re- yeah. Retro sets, the high schools, the the very um, clicky high school, you know, the jocks and the nerds and the band, you know, all of that stuff that's going on in high school. I mean, obviously it still goes on today, but very, very heavily like nostalgia looking at your typical 1980s small town, right? Um, Dungeons and Dragons is a huge underlying theme that Mm -hmm. continues to weave its way in and out from season (laughs) one all the way until season four yeah uh and again spoilers once you hit season four you realize that it's it's literally based out of a dungeons and dragons campaign yeah um down to the villains and the characters and the plots and all that Mm -hmm. which is very cool if you're into D D. Um, if you're not, I'm sure you learned a lot about D&D. And I, I know mm-hmm. for a fact that season one sparked a ton of interest oh, in yeah. Dungeons and Dragons for people that would have never even looked at the game as a, you know, or gave it, gave it a second glance, right? Yeah. So for anybody that hasn't started it, definitely I recommend you, you know, if you're looking for something that's very nostalgia heavy in the 80s and you know, classic music and classic vibes and themes as far as you know that retro feel goes yeah it's worth a watch for sure especially if you like sci-fi um but again most people have already seen it that are that are listening so that's that's fine but i wanted to just kind of touch on you know where it kind of started and what it is yeah now give me your 30 second synopsis of season four season four um it is one of my, let's see, it'd be hard to, to rank all the seasons um, other than two is probably my least favorite. Three, I had so much fun with three um, that I would say that this season brought a lot of the same fun um, mm-hmm. and a lot of cool characters, the cool deaths. I would say I would rank it, in my personal opinion, slightly less than last season. Um, but I think it's only because of like a certain feel of funness that there was with everything mm. in the the prior season. I don't, I don't know, I don't really know what it was. Like just thinking back on it, I remember just the whole time watching season three and just really getting into it, really having a lot of fun. And I did that same thing with this one. I just felt like it was maybe a little bit darker, which sure. generally I, I enjoy. But, but like I said, thinking back on season three, I'm always like, man, that was such a fun season. Like it was just everything was really cool. Yeah. It was just really well done. And I mean, but that's like saying season three was a nine and this one was like an 8.7 or something. Like it, it's it's <laughs> right. right there with it. I had a lot of fun. I liked 
all the new characters that were introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I liked getting to see more of the upside down. I think that mm. was okay. very, very cool. Um, yeah, I would say that was probably my favorite part of this. Um, getting to see more into Elle's past, I think, was okay. really cool in the way that they um, almost kind of mementoed you with it, where it was they'd show you the end of it. Or it's like a Tarantino right. thing. Like, you know, you, you saw the end of it. You saw when yeah. when Papa came in and was like, what did you do? And then they worked backwards from it. And so as the season went right. on, you got more and more clues to what happened. I thought that was that was a fun way to introduce us into sure. all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting to look at. Obviously, you know, we are always ragging on on um you know critics reviews and the, mm-hmm. and the scores that they get but it's interesting season four has actually the lowest um rating of all the seasons hmm. no season two by, was by, not my not favorite. by much like you know again not by much right mm-hmm. but we're talking about um the difference of 97 percent for season one to uh, i think a 94 percent um on season four right so yeah i mean like and and really not that much different yeah gauging each of the seasons is hard because like you know with the first season you had the introduction of all the characters and generally that is always going to be fun and one of the best rated if it turns out to be a good show and continue on season one of most shows is generally going to be the best season yeah but then like in season two, it was like they tried some new stuff and I felt like at least it just fell short with me with, you know, L running away and kind of meeting some of the other kids. I don't know. Yeah. It felt felt different. And I, I don't know. I didn't really get into that. And then season three, like I said, was was very fun. I liked the the introduction of, you know, Billy and him being sure. the villain and stuff. Um, that was wild. And then and also, oh, that's what I loved. Um, Alexi from season. Oh, three. sure. Sure. Of course. You, you know, did. he was, he was such, yeah. he cared about, he loved the slushies, you know, yeah. and that kind of thing. Like that whole thing, the fair, that was very, very yeah. fun. The, the, um, the Terminator guy, you know, like sure. he was, he was a cool villain. So that I think is what I really enjoyed about season three. And then season four, like I said, it had so many cool things. But it was just a slightly different feel. And so I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if more people liked four over three or whatever. But yeah, to say it's the the lowest rate season, I wouldn't. So that one. again, it's interesting because I feel like uh, there are two sides of that coin, because mm-hmm. as this as the show has progressed, right, it came out originally in 2016. And now we're six years later. We've had four seasons you have this, okay, everybody is getting older, okay, mm-hmm. right? Like, all of the characters are getting older, not just in the show, but in real life. Yeah. And so, not only are they getting older, but the writing is catering towards a story that's getting more mature. Mm-hmm. The, the actors are getting more mature, and so you have this, like, darker theme. Think about Harry Potter yeah. from start to finish, right? I mean, we're talking about, what, how many years? 10 plus years, yeah, 15 years of, of these kids growing up. So you watch the first Harry Potter and you go, okay, this is made for children. But by the time you're watching 
the two part finale, mm-hmm. it's like these kids are adults. Like there's people being murdered. Like yeah. this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like so you have this this progression, but on the flip side of that coin, it's almost scary because just like the lost effect, you have a amazing season one and then I don't necessarily know how far they had written. Yeah. Right. Like, and this is something that we'll, we will talk about a little bit later with season five, but the Duffer brothers mm-hmm. uh, who we've mentioned before in the hidden gems, I think one of the shows that I brought up um, has, has them writing this fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if you haven't had it, haven't had it all done yet, what? Like you know what I mean? Like it's almost yeah. like that you're waiting until this show is like successful or see what how it's like received before you decide which direction you go. So then you have season one being really really good, and then they're like, oh, let's try this direction, and then it's not received well. So they're like, all right, let's bring it back in season three, and then they're like, okay, let's try da 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 da. And then by the time you hit season four, it's like, oh, we're doing this, this, and this. Yeah, I I think though, when it comes to a show like this, this is one like, I I I feel like at least in this season. If there was like big mystery stuff, like the, you know, the, the whole upside down and stuff, um, that, that was like really the only big mystery, like with lost, there were so many different puzzles and mysteries and things that you're trying to figure out that you're trying to answer all those questions before the end, where with this one, I feel like I have enough things answered that just you could give me 10 seasons of them having a new bad guy pop up him come after everybody. They have to do some crazy weird mission to defeat him and then end of season and then on to the next one. Like I, so it's to me, I feel like I don't feel like it's going to be that hard for them to finish this and that they're going to have an ending that everyone's like, Oh, well I hate this. You know, th- this show could set up very easily for a happily ever after with the... Well, sure. Like, they don't have to do anything weird or, you know, have L disappear and go away forever. They don't have to do anything like that. This this can yeah. have a very happy ending that I think can make a lot of people happy. Like, well, you know... It, but know. the thing is, is that, like, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying the lost effect for the fact that like there's unanswered questions and it's going to have a bad ending. What I mean by that is that you don't write far enough ahead so that every season ends up having a different feel or a different theme because Mm -hmm. you're constantly writing that as it's going through, right? Like, yeah. For me, season three was fun, but season three didn't match season four, right? Because season Mm -hmm. four dealt very directly with the main antagonist. It dealt mm-hmm. very directly with Vecna, very directly with Eleven and like what happened um, with her childhood and et cetera. And like the whole progression there. And then, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. And you ta- in the beginning of season four, you like, you see all about number one and, you know, his family and, mm-hmm. you know, his father that's still alive, like all of this stuff. Right. So yeah, that's a very different feel than, 
Billy being possessed and trying to kill everybody, and, and the Russians trying to open a, a Russian, yeah, yeah. A, 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 yeah, a Russian Terminator running around, right? Like, yes, those are those are very different things. All the while, they're still pushing towards this goal that like Vecna is behind everything, right? So mm-hmm. if if Vecna is behind, you know, number one, Vecna, uh, what was his name? They called him three different things. It was Henry. one, Henry, right? So if <laughs> Henry Vecna number one. Mm-hmm is behind it from the very beginning, right? Like he's the yeah. one that sent the Demogorgon to capture Will in mm-hmm. season one. Okay, so where does that go into season two where Vecna's behind everything? Like why did they go off on this direction? And then for season three, they're like, okay, well, Vecna's still controlling and like the portal and the Demogorgon and this, da, 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 and upside down. But yet we're going to make it more about like, okay, well, the Russians are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. but the Russians just are trying to figure things out like the Americans are. Yeah. So that's kind of what I mean with that is like you have, that makes sense. You have, you have it going a direction, but you also have this underlying like story that you're trying to progress. But I feel like if you don't write seasons by season, like all together, like if I don't write out this whole story and say, okay, I want to get from point A to point B, which maybe you do, but you don't write out the details along the way you can end up going oh well let's throw this in and let's throw this in oh we cast this really you know you know quirky but like good looking guy to play billy and like the girls are going to go crazy for him so like let's make him the villain and like mm-hmm. make him da da right so like maybe that wasn't in the original like yeah uh, script or plot line but then you have that and you're kind of molding it as you go along which that, is fine don't get me sense. wrong yeah but i think it's it is interesting that we have such a huge cult favorite show that is being written from what it seems season to season yeah unless they're just like saying hey you know we're just going to tell you that we're going to start writing season five this fall but we've already have it done you know what i mean yeah. like i just i don't know no, that makes sense. I mean, I honestly hadn't broken down the show enough, but as you were saying that, like really thinking back, yeah, like it was three. And I guess that's why, like when I think back on them and, and why the one gave me this kind of feeling and that one, like I said, the, the three was very fun with, mm-hmm. like I said, the fair, the Russians, the Terminator guy, them working in the mall and trying to discover the codes yeah. and, you know, that kind of feeling and then Dustin having his girl and all those kind of things that made it very fun where this the one never ending story. Yes. You know, where this <laughs> one was, was definitely a lot darker because we were dealing with what makes, I mean, I, I don't even know the level. I mean, you wouldn't even call him a, a super villain. Like he is beyond yeah. that. Like, right. He is like, like evil, a, a right? Like, I mean, it's devil just, kind of thing. Yeah. It's just evil. Um, He's just a, that what, what created entity. that? And, seeing what created that to an extent um, has to be much darker than Russians trying to use a super portal opener thing. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I, I totally get that. that. But I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about it until you had broken it down that way. So that was interesting. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't want to take anything away from the show. Obviously it's been extremely successful so far. Mm-hmm. I do think that from season one to season four, you have you lo- you do lose some of that like initial like pizzazz. Maybe is the right word. Like mm-hmm. it has it has lost its like 
shine just a little bit because when it first came out, it was such a like, oh my gosh, the show, you know, the, the, the story, the theme, the costumes, the setting, it's just everything. Are you saying the pizzazz for cool. you or you think people in general? Just in general. And I think that that kind of shows, again, I know that the rating isn't, you know, crazy different from season one, mm-hmm. but you do see this like slight decline from season to season to season down to where we are. Um, I think because you do unfortunately have this like, okay, well, Will went to the upside down. He came back and it's about 11, but like, we're going to stretch the story out because sometimes she's being helped. Sometimes she's being chased. Sometimes she's got her power. Sometimes she doesn't. So you just have this Mm -hmm. like rubber band effect uh, of almost like, okay, can we get to the point? Which I think in season four, they're like, okay, this is the point, right? Which is great. Mm But even as hard as it was and as hard as they fought at the end, they're like, oh, he's still not dead. Will's like, uh, I can still feel him. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. when does it actually get to where we're going to either see you lose or see you win? And you... Season five. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Which is fine. Again, yeah. I just think that you do run the risk of not losing people. But you lose some of the. I don't know. I mean, didn't Netflix some of the literally crash when the finale was released? The what four? Yeah. So when the last uh, two episodes were released, like Netflix crashed that day. Did it? Yes, because no. of so many people tuning in. I think they released it at like a particular time, and when it did, Netflix actually shut down. I don't know how long it was. I saw something on Reddit about it. I didn't. Really too much cool. into it because I watched it later on that night. But yeah, like um, don't get me wrong. Like I don't think I don't think yeah. they're like losing viewers. I just think that it's losing some of its oomph, if that makes sense. Like I said, you just gotta dumb yourself down when you watch things. Because like I'm dumb, I don't see all these patterns, and I enjoyed the hell out of this. <laughs> I don't give you. I love no, so I, much I, about it. I really liked season four. I think yeah. season four, you know, maybe controversial topic or controversial opinion was uh i liked season four more than season three i think Mm -hmm. because because it finally it felt like it finally arrived at the point yeah season three was definitely better than two not better than one Mm -hmm. but one and one was still better than four but four i think in my opinion is is the second best so far Mm -hmm. i'm hoping for a very mature ish maybe maybe not much more mature than where we're at now because i feel like it's very tough to like put characters in a kid's show it's not really a kid's show now but Mm -hmm. a a show for teens and then kill those people yeah right because like that's kind of where they're at right now is that to really nail home the stakes they have to kill people including characters that you really like Mm -hmm. rip to your boy eddie yeah I mean, I I would have to think that, you know, based on what they showed us this season, season five is going to have to feel more like four than like three or anything like that, because they they introduced us straight up to the villain. Where right. it's like you can't go to season five and go, okay, the the Russians are the, the guys <laughs> we're dealing with now. It's like, yeah, no, 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 like. It, we know there's doorways to hell and like there's yeah. a devil on the other side trying to kill us. 
um we can deal with russians pretty easy the let's let's deal with it like they can't ignore vagna or or anything else that that comes from the upside down right. anymore i i think we're going to be deep in the upside down next season um you know probably potentially even more than what we are here you know yeah, because they know so. they know who they're going after they know what's causing er- cuz like before it was always we fix a problem let's go on with our daily lives right i mean there is a giant hole ripped in the middle of the town like they right. can't ignore this at all like so it's going to start off with like episode 1 there's already something yeah. ha- it's not like episode 1 they're at the skating rink and people sure. are throwing ice cream you know like milkshakes on you right. or whatever like it's instantly you're in the shit like stuff's going on yeah. you have to deal with this problem so i i are, think so do you think that that the town can continue to hide the fact that like there's something supernatural going on like how has it been six years and and the town is still like well we're getting earthquakes yeah like they haven't had like supernatural stuff going on constantly yeah, I don't. Like, how is that happening? I don't know. And the rest of the world just still doesn't know that, like, yeah, this this town is, you know, something's going on. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it kind of gave you hints with like the military stuff, um, you know, in in L this season that, um, the the government's covering it up. Yeah, because like before we were getting a lot of like the. Papa's research team or whatever yeah. was going after L, but this time it was like you had his team and then you had the government that was really getting involved in this stuff and trying to yeah. deal with everything, keep it hush, like how they were handling the situation. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, I kind of have to not think about that and just think <laughs> smaller, just on the individual characters and, and what they're doing and all that. Sure to enjoy it i mean all right so i'm gonna ask you what your favorite moment of mm-hmm. season four was so get ready for that but before we get there one thing that i will say that i just do not like about season four or this show in general or just other shows like this mm-hmm. so i don't like the teen um high school portrayal or like college portrayal where they throw everything in your face to tell you that these actors are kids in high school like mm-hmm. the clicks the non-stop bullying the like i understand that that stuff happens right mm-hmm. obviously i was bullied when i was little yeah it happens but when you're watching a movie or show it doesn't need to be so pushed in your face that like okay why was 11 getting harassed everywhere she went. Okay, I get she was weird. So in class, like the kids were laughing at her, right? Mm-hmm. They laughed at her about her diorama. She's weird. Like the, her presentation was weird. Why would, she, why would she be talking about this is my dad? These are my egos. Like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. You're going to get made fun of. But then like it goes from there into now all of a sudden she's getting bullied outside. She doesn't even rat out the girl right she doesn't tell on the girl she's like i fell mm-hmm. the teacher just immediately goes to the girl and is like all right you're coming with me mm-hmm. and the girl looks at 11 like she just snitched on her yeah like okay first of all that would never happen that makes no sense <laughs> then she takes that and and then creates this whole elaborate skating rink 
prank. Where are the adults running the skating rink? <laughs> There's kids everywhere. Yeah. There's a kid in the DJ booth. There's a kid hanging out. He looked like an adult in the DJ booth. That was the actual but DJ. He, he would look like he was in his 30s. <laughs> I mean, he was he was a child. Did you see how he how he played out the prank? He was a child. He was like Oh, he was very immature, somewhere. but no, he, he was he was not in his 30s. He was ma- supposed to be like one of their friends or like somebody that went to school that also wanted to pull the prank on 11. Maybe I'm misremembering things. But like there's no there's no adults behind like the uh yeah. roller skate counter. No, I see what you're right? saying. And then and then all of a sudden they they have all of these kids surrounding her on the like where are the where are the adults? Where's the chaperones? We don't need to like pander to the fact that these are kids in high school like we get it we know Mm -hmm. but they like go so over the top to the point where it's like yo this would never happen and also like a fight would just break out and then all the teachers would come running in and it would be over in 10 seconds Mm -hmm. like this is not going to go on for like two weeks of of an eighth grade like harassing I don't know. Like it, to me, it wasn't as much highlighting the fact that they were in high school, but highlighting the fact that L felt weird, distance, and alone. Because the whole thing was she was moving away from Mike and going to be there, starting, and that she was lying to Mike about how well things were going. And this, so I mean, sure. yeah, they they over dramatize things to to highlight that stuff. But I think it was more the telling of what Elle was feeling inside and how she was dealing with things. She already was weird before, but now she's weird and no powers. So it's like before, if you're weird, but you have superpowers, you can kind of justify. It's like, okay, whatever. I I could still pop your head like a watermelon if I wanted to. And, And now it's like, I can't do anything. I'm weak. I'm, alone i'm far away from all my friends i don't know how to handle it so it it really i don't know i think those kind of things help you um emotionally attach to characters better Mm -hmm. even if they are a little bit over the top and stuff i mean i know when i was watching the um the roller skating scene Mm -hmm. when when she walked up and hit her in the face with a roller skate i was like yeah like, you know, it's like, why wasn't she immediately arrested? Uh, I don't know. Cause she was a child. Maybe they had to ask more questions and, and deal with it that way. But I, I just know that like, I was sweating while she was getting bullied and I was cheering when she knocked her in the face. So sure. even if it was like silly over dramatized, like over dramatized cl- cliches like, is what it is. It's the cliches that they play on it got and me. just, I, I tell I mean, you, like I was I'm hot. I was hot in the insides from watching her get bullied. Watching her I get was bullied. Getting, I was I mean, so angry. And it's like I, but I, the show can yeah. can pull out those kind of emotions in you, even if it is like some silly stuff. Maybe they just know with most people, if I'm most people, that <laughs> they can hit us on those kind of levels. If if I don't yeah. like really separate myself out from it, that they go, Okay, we know this is a little bit silly. But a majority of people are going to get wrapped up in this and get emotionally involved in it. And so that's why they hit it from that way. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, I just I, I just 
I think it's a pet peeve of mine whenever movies and shows harp on high school cliches Mm -hmm. to like, it's kind of like the, how you do fellow children. And it's like the 40 year old in the backwards hat. Like you you don't, it's, you don't need to tell me that they're in high school. I I get it. I can see that they're, they're young. Like, I don't know. Um, Anyways, enough of that. What is your favorite moment in season four? Um, do you want to guess it? Ah, uh, do I, I mean, are you going to be cliche and say that it was Eddie playing Metallica to the swirling bats? <laughs> See, that is the part that <laughs> should have been my favorite. Okay. But it wasn't. Cause that's awesome. If it's not because that's everybody's favorite. Well, the, my only issue is Stranger Things has done incredible work with their soundtracks. I mean, the intro synthwave stuff, the way that Mm -hmm. like when um, season three, they did the never ending story song. Oh, yeah. Blew up. Now, this season, they had a thing with uh, Kate Bush Bush song that apparently it broke like three Guinness World Records because of this. For plays. Like, sure. I, I don't know exactly which which records it broke, but they were talking about that. And it was just like, cool. yeah, and it's like you hear the song and you're immediately sucked into the show. So they've sure. done a really good job of finding gems that we hadn't thought of in a while and bringing mm-hmm. it back to us and hitting us in like an area of our heart and brain that we we'd forgotten was even there. Like when the never ending yeah. story played, it was like I hadn't heard this song in. 30 years <laughs> yeah. now all of a sudden it's like i want to play it on repeat in my room like it, it's yeah. and it's such a goofy song <laughs> so i like, love that song i know song. right and, and i mean the same thing like with the kate bush song like it, it's still every time it hits it's just like you're just jamming with it because they did yeah. such a good job with it and then here's a chance uh, to really mm-hmm. like do something cool with with metal i mean the yeah. idea of him getting up on the roof to bring in all the the crazy goblin bats yeah. with rocking out on a, I mean, that guitar looked freaking dope. <laughs> yeah. You know, awesome. and so he's going to do this whole thing. And then they just play Metallica. Like it's yeah. the drums, the same, like everything. Yeah. Instead of him just like, it would have been very cool to see him actually, I mean, and not, not really saying like actually play guitar, but actually have like, a guitar on an amp sound for a while or, or something to didn't, really... they, didn't he do that to start or did they, did they immediately go into the metallic? I don't, I don't remember. They did, specifically. They, they did it quick. And yeah. also, I mean like, like masters of puppet, great song. I love it, mm-hmm. but I heard it three days prior to watching that when I was watching old school and they're sure. You know, so it's like, it, it, I feel like they really miss an opportunity to make that scene better, but I, I could just Ooh. be a, a snob because mm, yeah. talking smack about the, about the metal scene that every, it's everybody's favorite. Cause I mean, that's the thing. It had the ingredient, every ingredient to be something super dope. He's standing on the, mm-hmm. the roof of a trailer. You have the upside down sky, which always looks incredible. You have awesome, demon bats yeah. flying around like crazy. The scene also has Dustin in it. Who's, right an awesome character he's always funny it's he's very cool you know and then he's like i'm gonna play something metal 
and you go to it's 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 like when someone <laughs> picks up a guitar they're like all right i'm gonna play something and it's smoke on the water or whatever yeah. it's just <laughs> why are you hating on metallica bro i'm not i like i said i love metallica but that was to me stranger things has always done such a good job of grabbing those different songs and like sure. earlier he had picked up uh you know when they're trying to find um a cassette for mike's sister what's her mm-hmm. name um, angelica no no erica no yes no the wheeler girl Oh, Nancy. Nancy, yes. I thought you. Said, I thought for some reason I, I I thought you were talking about Lucas. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so when Nancy, it was like at the scene where they were going back and forth through the trailer. They had the sheets, um, through the little portal or whatever. Yeah. And Nancy is spaced out with Vecna, and they're going through Eddie's room, and they're grabbing all these different, you know, cassettes and whatnot, and they're mm-hmm. going, "Where's the music?" And th- he holds up like an Iron Maiden cassette and he's like this is music so it's oh like, yeah i feel like an iron maiden song would have hit a lot better uh you see you see her you, you but, can't you can't do that because it's all about the nostalgia people hear master of puppets and it's that's, i don't that's know that's the jam i don't that's know the, that's maybe the so maybe so like i said that's maybe it'll be a nitpicky of the part but i really when it started playing I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. It's Master Puppets. But then I was like, I really wish that could have hit different. I don't know. So, I mean, it was still a fun scene. Um, I don't know really outside of some of that stuff with, I liked the Dustin and Eddie stuff. I liked, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I liked Eddie battling the bats with the, the shield and, and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I know you told me to think about it, but then we started talking and I was having a hard time thinking about it. Um, so I don't know. I like you don't um, have one. I don't know if there's a particular moment that was was really. I mean, that one was the the metal scene was made up to be a like a memorable scene where like there's a lot yeah. of scenes that anything can happen you can move on or whatever but like that one's made to be like here's a screenshot of this this signifies what we've been doing this whole season so i mean it was made to be a giant scene so it's sure. it it kind of steals the show in a lot of ways where it's hard to go like well i i did like that that scene where Steve was running around with, with an ax or whatever. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard to compare that to like such an epic scene when they put together something like they did. With I mean, that. but you're forgetting, you're forgetting about the, the scene that Max is almost taken by Vecna. And then she's like, it's like slow motion being like raised up into the air and they're trying to find the music and she's like t- dealing with Vecna. Like that's a pretty crazy scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there were a uh, hopper chopping the head off uh, a demigorgon with sword mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is pretty dope. So it's like, I mean, there's so many different cool ones like that, that I don't know if I could really pinpoint an absolute favorite. Maybe I'll continue there is, thinking. Well, but I'm, I'm just going to give you mine because mm-hmm. I think that the most memorable cinematic moment, in the entire show, a very, 
maybe even in the entire show. I'm going to say season four, but uh, at the beginning of season four, at I think it's end of episode one or episode two. I can't remember mm-hmm. uh, when the Hellfire Club is playing D and D, and Lucas is has to sub in for the basketball game. Yes, and so it's and as it's like counting down, as it's like counting down, they're also fighting. Right, they're mm-hmm. fighting the the main bad guy. They're fighting Vecna, I think. Actually, yeah, I think in D so. D game, which is interesting. Um, and like they do the roll and like the rolls in slow motion and the basketballs in slow mm-hmm. motion. They do like the cut back and forth. Uh, it was superb. That's very, very well true. Done. But. Did it drive you crazy that all she did was roll hit die and not damage die? <laughs> well, because she's wasn't like, he, I wasn't he low enough? I think that it didn't he matter? said that he had like nine health, mm. and then she so rolled he, and she hit. She did not crit, so it wasn't double okay. damage. She got a night. But you're also and she hit. yeah, but so, you're also used to playing D and D characters that never reach level five. Yeah. Uh, she was a level I, 14 or something like that. Every single one of her damage abilities are going to do more than nine, even if she only rolled one. It's possible. I just I so, just I saying. just thought it was funny that it was like, she didn't roll damage yet. Because like, I know when I roll damage, <laughs> I get like ones and twos, and Vector yeah. would be like, yeah, you hit me, but I'm still here, bitch. <laughs> like, so nah, I was imagine. like, it's not over yet. It's not over. I need the damage. I need to know what the damage is. <laughs> So that's like the uh, same as me with, with my Eddie and playing Metallica. That scene, yeah. I loved it. And then I was like, she didn't roll damage yet. This is crazy. I need damage. That's so funny. <laughs> um, there's so two things. Uh, one, I want to just real quick kind of go over the cast because I think mm-hmm. this is a very unique show that it has not only had a, a crazy effect on um, like, this genre of show and just the cult fandom in general, but also mm-hmm. it really launched the careers of some very young actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also brought back or brought up resurfaced actors, actresses mm-hmm. that have been good or been around for a long time, but like you don't really think or know about like Winona Ryder has been around forever. Yeah. She, she's excellent. And she's fantastic in this. David mm-hmm. Harbour is has been around for a long time. He's been in a lot of things, but kind of this kind of re blew him up. And mm-hmm. now he was he's been in a Marvel movies. He's been in other things. I mean, he's all over the place. But like the kids themselves, right? Like Millie Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. huge celebrity now. Um, huge Finn Finn Wolfhard. His band is now huge because of this yeah. show. So like he was a musician. Now he's an he was actor. Now, because of the show, like his band's getting even more popular. Um, you know, somebody like Dustin, right? Gate, mm-hmm. his name's Gaten. I don't think traditionally, it without the show, he would have been able to jumpstart his career. He's a yeah. unique looking guy. He's he's not a bad looking kid, but he's a unique looking person. Mm-hmm. And these, like him and Caleb McLaughlin, even Nancy, Natalia, Natalia, Natalia mm-hmm. Dyer. I hope I didn't butcher that like excellent in their roles and now have like all of these doors have been opened. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, I am generally not a, um, 
a fan of of kid actors. Yeah. Um, some because generally kid actors are, are pretty crappy. <laughs> you know, like it, sure. it takes a really good show or movie to to have children acting in it and for me to enjoy it. But also in real life as children working and becoming that famous, we see so many different examples of the people that were famous when they were younger. They don't know how to handle yeah. the fame and they just fall off a cliff. And it's like, you hate seeing that kind of stuff, but then it's also like, it's hard to tell a story like this without having something like that. So, I mean, I hope that all of them can continue to do awesome things and that maybe in this day and age that people are learning how to deal with this kind of stuff a little bit better. I mean, I, it's hard enough for normal kids with social media. Imagine sure. that on your social media, you have every single person in the world seeing it sure. and, and looking, looking at it, every single thing that you right. post, every single thing that you wear, what you said in the show and people not yeah. being able to tell the difference between an actor and the character that they're playing on TV. So you do something, your character on the show oh, does something dumb yeah. and then people are like, I hate you so much. And it's yeah. like, that's not even me, dude. That the direct no, somebody else is right. Yeah, somebody else wrote that. Yeah. So crazy. I, I hope that, that these kids can can grow and, and do good things from here. Cause yeah, I mean I don't know. Like it's it's a scary world being as famous as, as what these kids are right now. I know. Like it really, sure. really is because I mean, this show has blown up so big, and all of them, I mean, they deserve every bit of it. They have killed it. I generally hate so many different shows with kids and stuff. They're just they they don't. I can't relate to it enough. I can't have fun with it. But this one, like, I don't know if it was just the kids did such a really good job and the writing and the way that it was filmed. I mean, it brought me back to that time. That. Sure. I, I could really relate to it in such a a fun, fun way. So huge props to them. So yeah. Only wish them the best. Um I I think we've covered a lot of different things um mm-hmm. about and we can probably go on forever. Before we wrap things up though, I would like really quickly some uh Thoughts about season five of are you hoping for a happy ending? Are you hoping mm-hmm. for a realistic ending? Or because keeping in mind, we talked about movie endings in episode mm-hmm. two. And, you know, is this going to be a twist ending, an open ending or a feel good ending? And which are you hoping for? So. If I had to Yes, I would say you're going to have a mixture of a feel good ending Um, one, because honestly, I'm so emotionally invested in this show that like Joyce and and Hopper have had to be separated for so much. Elle and Hopper have had to be separated. Mm -hmm. Mike and Elle can't be like, all right, just like. I can't handle any more of this. Like they just, just get everybody together. Everyone just needs to, to end, move to the same place, be happy, chill. Um, I think that they can defeat the bad guy where it can be definitive enough that it's like, okay, Vegna and you know, but, but we know, I mean, I believe unless I'm dumb and misreading things that like 
Henry was thrown into the Upside Down and became Vecna. Mm -hmm. But Henry and Vecna did not create the Upside Down. So. Sure. But he is the whole reason that things are happening in the town of Hawkins. He's the reason that Elle is being involved with this stuff. So dealing with him could be a very finalized, we fixed everything. But the fact that the upside down is still there, you never truly know what other darkness is lurking in the future. So they could leave it open in that kind of way that the main bad guy is defeated, but the upside down is never truly gone. You're still going to have nightmares of this thing and never know if it, something's going to pop back up. But at the same time, I'd like, you know, every season we've had, all the characters are like, they're in groups going, doing their own thing. They meet up at the last bit of the season and they accomplish what they need to accomplish. And it's like, all right, now at the end of this, everyone gets together and they stay together. No one's like leaving or moving or doing that kind of stuff. My heart can't take it anymore. Like just chill. Agreed. So I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave you with, I, I I enjoy your sentiment. I'm going to leave you with the ultimate middle finger to anybody that likes stranger things, because this is what's actually going to happen. Okay. Okay. Hit me with it. So we're going to go through an an entire, another season Mm -hmm. of, the back and the fourth, uh, half the squad is going this way, half the squad's going that way. They got to go do this mission because they're trying to figure out this puzzle of how they can defeat Vecna once and for all. Mm-hmm. It's already been leaked that Will is going to be this like the focal point of season five. He's going to be like because he was the first one that was abducted. He's going to be like the you know the final connection or yes. the eleven needs to close the whatever it happens. Mm-hmm. However, after a rousing battle and going both sides. Maybe we lose a character or two for good. It's going to be revealed that the government was testing nuclear weapons and something went wrong in season one. And whenever Will got abducted, it was actually everyone else that had died that night and not Will because (gasps) He was out on his bike going down the road and he was far enough away uh, out in the woods and everybody else just thought that he disappeared when in reality they did and they died. Hmm. And then they made up, made him up from a figment of their imagination and it's going to be very lost and they're all going to be have, have been dead the whole time. Hmm. The end. Yeah, that was. I hope you hate it. I hope you hate it. <laughs> I hope you hate it. Oh, you heard it here. You heard it here first. Episode four of the Hope You Hate It podcast. That was Anything nasty. Like that happens. That was yeah, nasty. Exactly. Like I gagged a little bit as you were reading that <laughs> off. I didn't read it off. That's just that's my opinion. I did not read that off. That is that is. Uh, I, I thought you me. had the director's notes in front of you. I thought you had found them on leak Maybe. on Reddit or something. No, no, that's that's my that is my two cents on what yeah. would be the ultimate terrible ending mm, for the show. Geez. I hope that's not the case. Of course, I hope that none of that is accurate. Um, and I don't really, I truly don't think it is. But yeah, I just thought it would be funny. Regardless, um, that's all the time we have mm-hmm. for this episode out of time thank you for joining us yeah thanks for joining us uh on our our run through stranger things season four and if you haven't seen it i hope you didn't 
listen to this whole podcast. Yeah. Because that'd be stupid. But don't forget, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you would like to find your podcast, we are there. We are there. Uh, you can, we can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram, post TikToks and videos and daily content of up-and-coming movies and TV shows that you may like and enjoy. Mm-hmm. But regardless, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Later, taters. Thank <laughs> you.